It's the In the Money podcast for Wednesday, October 11th at Keeneland. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're taking a look at the late pick four each day on the Keeneland Fall Meet cards. And on Wednesday, that means race five, and it's $40,000 claimers, non-winners of two lifetime, going six furlongs. How did you see this one shaking out, Jim? The two horses that I like in here uh, are horses that broke their maiden rather impressively, and then the trainers jumped them into stakes races right off the bat. And um, neither one of them ran very well, but they're getting back to a realistic level, uh, $40,000 claimer. They're uh, Wild About Hillary, the one, and Intermittent Fast, the five for John Ennis. Um, that's the one I would pick on top. Uh, that Indiana race uh, on June 21st was so impressive she won by six and three quarters, and they threw her into the debutante at Ellis Park. And she was on the lead, dueling for the lead, and just gave up. Uh, dropping back now from seven furlongs to six furlongs, obviously that was too much for her too quickly. Uh, coming back here in a more realistic spot, I think she's got a real big shot to win. Wild about Hillary for uh, Tracy Tanner, who's a decent trainer uh, at Prairie Meadows. Ships here after trying this filly in the Prairie Meadows debutante. Somewhat similar, uh, one of the debut easily, and then threw her right into a, a listed stakes and didn't do too well. So this is a realistic spot for her as well. <laughs> the fact that the connection ship her back to Keeneland is a plus. Uh, shy Shy for McLean Robertson. Uh, tried the turf last time at Canterbury. If you, the other two races certainly fit here, uh, and horse has plenty of speed. I guess they tried the turf just as a... Uh, to either to get a race or, or, or whatever, but that she won the race, a broker maiden, but her speed figure was not very good. So uh, they're putting her back on the dirt here at 40,000 claimer, and that, again, is a very realistic level. So I think all three of those horses are uh, meant well in this in this spot, and any of them could win. Also going to use uh, Too Fast for You for Eddie Keneally, just because Louis Saez takes them out off a uh, disappointment in a $100,000 optional claimer, uh, off a not very impressive maiden win on the turf. So this one is, again, dropping to the level. And Luis Hayes uh, won Sunday on a 9-to-1 shot that looked like it had no shot, and um, he's just he moves him up a lot. So Luis Hayes, the 8 too fast for you, and I'm going to stick with those four for the pick four. I took the six, go Margie, go on top. Uh, I like the the way the horse won the debut, was showing really good speed. I think Larry Ravelli picks his spots well when he comes into Keeneland. He usually brings live horses, and I think uh, the fact that he uses his number one rider, Jared Loveberry, who rode uh, two fills for him on the in the Derby and the Triple Crown uh, campaign, I think go Margie, go is the one I like in here, but I'm going to go four deep uh, using intermittent fast for the reasons that uh, you mentioned the the class drop from the debutante uh, she should be uh, or he should be tough in here shy shy with good speed and it's uh, McLean Robertson and Tyler Gaffleone down on the inside so I'm going to use that one and then the eight too fast for you and it's a class drop and plus Keneally and Saez combo um, I'm going to have that one on my ticket as well so four deep for me with go Margie go on top the sixth race is actually the feature on the day. It's a first-level allowance at a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mayors three and up. I thought this is a really nice, uh, nicely matched group. I took up and down on top for Graham Motion. 
uh, making right, the second start for Graham Motion and was second in a stake at uh, or in a race at Kentucky Downs and had some trouble in that race, according to Florent Giroux, who I talked to on Sunday after he won the, with Idiomatic, and we talked about that horse and this one. And uh, I think um, this horse should be primed for an improved effort with a, a good trip, gets a better post draw. The 11 Star Fortress I'm going to use for Cherie DeVoe. I think uh, she's a trainer that uh, isn't as well known yet to uh, horse players and uh, gets her horses sometimes get overlooked. And uh, she is outstanding. And uh, I think this horse coming into her barn for the first time, I think she's winning at a 27% clip with newcomers uh, coming over from Europe, uh, ran decently in Group 3 company over there. So take a long look at Star Fortress. Uh, Lilac Girl just missed on this turf course back in April. So in a wide open race, I would take that one. And then Grace Darling, uh, I didn't have really on my list until uh, we did an interview with Brian Lynch for the Today at Keeneland show. And uh, if you go back and look, the horse broke uh, her maiden and then went into the grade three Florida Oaks back in the spring. And it didn't go well. And then she was off and just didn't run well on the comeback. So I tended to uh, discount her until... I talked to Brian Lynch, and he said that she doesn't like the dirt at all, but she he didn't get a, ch- a chance to train her on the turf, uh, only uh, limited uh, opportunities for doing that. So he needed to race her into fitness, and so he says she should benefit greatly from that race and run much improved this time. So uh, throw uh, throwing Grace Darling on there too. How about you for race six? It's amazing. We don't talk about these races prior to us doing the recording, but I've got those four on my ticket as well. How about that? Uh, yeah, I um, I um, use those four, and I think Grace Darling at fifteen to one with Bayerano, who's been riding very well lately. Um, I think that's a that's a bargain. Uh, I think she had trouble the last two times. She goes off as a favorite at Churchill after a layoff and uh, was bumped at the break. And she just got tired and, and obviously needed that race. Uh, coming back here, she's going to be much better. I don't think you'll get 15 to 1 on her, but if you do, I'm going to go to the windows on her. Uh, up and down, Lilac Girl and Star Fortress for all the reasons you mentioned. I'm also going to throw a couple more in there. I'm going to use Lemon Bomb with Ired Ortiz and Eddie Keneally on the outside. Didn't run that well at Kentucky Downs, but was on the lead uh, at the half-mile pole. Faded. Dropping, you know, she, that was at a mile. She'd run a mile at 16. She's certainly going to be fit. Iraq can get her in the race, but she needs to be on the lead to do her best. So 12 hole is going to hurt her there, but uh, there may not be much speed directly inside her. So uh, I'm going to use her. And I'm also going to use Saki for Correas and Shemino just because I love that connection. Uh, those guys have won some money for me, and I have missed on, on some money by not using them. So uh, I think this filly fits in here on class, uh, has not won in a long time, but she's got 70 and 68 buyers last couple times. She's got to improve a little bit, and this is a third off a layout. So I'm going to use her as well. I'm going to go six deep in here. But the bargain of the race, I think, is Grace Darling. Let's go to race seven. Starter allowance, three and up, mile and a 16th. How do you see it? This one's a little more chalky to me. I, I thought this was the one where um, you can narrow it down. I've only got two in here, and I'm going to use uh, Fighter Town for Ingrid Mason, who doesn't run a lot of horses here, but when she does, they're well-placed. So this gelding uh, comes off a win at a $30,000 claiming at Churchill, non-winners of two lifetime, uh, after breaking her maiden. So it took her a long time to break her maiden, but once she did, she found that level, and now she's won two in a row with an 81 and 85 buyer. 
and uh, those those numbers right right there will get her get him right in the middle of this race. And he's got to beat Inexorable for Steve Asmussen uh, with uh, Keith Asmussen riding. And this horse comes off in a very impressive win at Churchill with a 92 buyer, first time in Steve's barn, won by nine and a quarter uh, on September 14th. So um, at two to one, he was not a secret. If he moves, if he just equals that, the only thing that worries me is both those horses did lifetime best their lifetime out. If they regress, they may not. Uh, they may not hold on. But if they don't, I really didn't have an option. Corey Landry for Jeff Howells with Scent and Timo, and Corey's still looking at five thousand uh, victory. So uh, that horse has been very consistent, and that would be my third choice. But I'm going to stick with just the two and hope I get through this leg. I ended up taking Madison Loves Duke on top. Um, this is the second time out for the Joe Sharp Barn. I think this horse has been claimed six times this year. So um, there's something there that people are seeing. And um, I thought that uh, he was third against a tough bunch of Kentucky Downs. Now he gets back on the dirt, gets Gaffley on to ride, and has run solid races in this kind of competition, starter allowance level uh, this year before. So uh, I think this one might get a little overlooked and um, – I'm suspicious of that big jump up for inexorable, but uh, got to use him. So I'm, I'm going to try to beat him with Madison Loves Duke. Uh, Master Game intrigues me with uh, six top two finishes and just a, a nice record of consistency. Not wild about the post position, but uh, I'm going to put that one on the uh, ticket. Fighter Town, just off that recent improvement, going to use that one. And uh, if I went deeper, I would uh, look at Pike Place, maybe. Just second start for McGee was improved, and... So if there's another move forward, but again, it's a, not a great post on this one. So still working on the ticket. Either going to go four or five deep in there with the six on top. The eight horse is or eighth race is where I do have a strong opinion. Luz de Viva, uh, second to Buku on September 23rd at Churchill Downs. And Buku could not have been more impressive last weekend in uh, her win in the Jasmine. And this horse uh, hung in tough with, uh, Buku down the stretch at Churchill and then finished was four lengths ahead of third. So those two separated from the pack. Then Buku pulled away late. So I think uh, this horse, they uh, debuted her at Saratoga. And by the way, this maiden's going uh, a mile on the turf for two year old fillies. So, and Saez shows up to ride this one. So I think there's a lot of signs pointing to this horse. Uh, I'm not going to single, but um, I think I, might, I think I actually did on my turf pick three ticket just because of the three dollar increment to keep the budget down on that. But for the pick four, uh, I'm also going to use the eight Oroculus uh, Cherie Devoe again. This horse is second to Buttercream Babe last time at Kentucky Downs. Buttercream Babe came back and ran second in a stake at Santa Anita on Sunday for Mike Maker. So that's a nice horse that uh, beat her last time. Uh, the uh, Mishka the two is a first timer for Brad Cox, so got to respect uh, that barn. Extremely gruntled, if you uh, want to go deeper, is bred for turf and stretches out, and that could be the winning formula for the Kenny McPeak barn. Uh, but I like uh, Luz uh, DeViva on top in here. How about you? Yeah, I like the horse as well. Um, and Buku it was one of your best bets of the weekend, so I, I think that, that that race alone and the fact that Luis Saez rides uh, makes this filly a very strong favorite in here. And I, and I was tempted to single her, but my ticket uh, only came up twenty four bucks. So I'm gonna put a couple more horses in here and spend seventy two. But uh, Luz Davina 
is is probably my strongest opinion of the four races. Um, I'm going to use Heraculous as well for sure. He that 65 buyer last time out in that strong win at Kentucky, or strong second at Kentucky Downs to Buttercream Babe is impressive. And then I'm also going to use Spiritual Lady uh, for Joe Sharp on the outside with Ired Ortiz. And this filly ran at Kentucky Downs and lost to Pinot's little girl, who ran well yesterday in, a, in, in the stakes race. Uh, I thought really had a shot to win it, but uh, faded at the end. And I think she finished fourth or fifth. So, again, you've got three horses that ran behind three impressive fillies. So that's a good angle, and Luz Davina is up certainly that way. And I think uh, Spiritual Lady and Oraculus fit that bill as well. Um, so that's a $72 ticket for me. So pick four tickets. Uh, I'll start. Two, five, six, eight in the first leg. Two, three, five, eleven in the second leg. Two, five, six, ten in the third leg. And then six, eight. For sixty-four dollars, how about you? And my aforementioned seventy-two is structured like this: one, two, five, eight, with two, three, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, with two, five, with six, eight, ten, seventy-two bucks. Best of luck on the Wednesday card, and we'll be back for a look at the Thursday late pick four in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.